Welcome to the Luminous Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at luminousanglican.com. We're looking at Matthew 18, 21-25, it's the NRSV, a very iconic passage that a lot of the world utilizes whether they know its origin or not. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, if my brother or sister sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus says to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 77 times. For this reason in the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves when he began to the reckoning. One who owned owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, the Lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife and his children and his possessions and payments to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him saying, have patience with me, I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of the slave's sin released him and forgave him his debts. That same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii and seized him by the throat and said, pay what you owe. And his fellow slave fell down and pleading with him, have patience with me, I will pay you. But he refused and went, threw him into a prison until he would pay the debts. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported him to the Lord for what had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all the debt that you pleaded with me. Should you have not had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly Father will do also to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother and sister from your heart. This is the word of the Lord. In this week's gospel, Jesus tells his disciple Peter that forgiveness is in the kingdom of God must be beyond limits. We shouldn't forgive our offenders a mere seven times, but rather 77 times. In other words, forgiveness should be our regular practice, our way of life. Because we are first and foremost forgiven people and free people. And right off of the top here, I'll just say that forgiving someone over and over again doesn't require us to subject ourselves to the same abuse over and over again. It's important to note. Before we explore what forgiveness is, let's look at what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not denial. Forgiveness isn't pretending that an offense didn't matter or that a wound doesn't hurt. Forgiveness isn't acting as if things don't have to change or assuming that because God is merciful, God isn't grieved or angered by this injustice. On the contrary, the starting line of forgiveness 
is the acknowledgement of harm, trespass, wrong to me. Let's give space also for when we have been the offenders. When we are the one doing the harm. Whenever we talk about the need for forgiveness, we must recognize and name our regret and remorse. This is so important that we find the rhythm of confession each Sunday. We were created for love and wholeness. As image bearers of our Creator, we were made for a just and healthy world that honors one another's dignity. When we experience any deviation from that goodness, it is appropriate, healthy, and Christian to acknowledge the violation. Trespassing can harm. We know this. We have been on both sides of the transaction and of the offense. And so, forgiveness isn't an escalator or a lift. It's more of a spiral staircase. We circle and we circle, attempting to create distance between the pain that we've suffered and the new life that we seek. Sometimes we can't tell if we've ascended at all. We keep seeing the same broken landscape below us, but slowly our perspective changes. Slowly the ground of our pain changes. Forgiveness is not a shortcut. The same instruction within Scripture that calls us to forgive also calls us to mourn, lament, and to speak truth to power, and also to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Forgiveness is not synonymous with healing or reconciliation. Healing has its own timetable, and sometimes reconciliation isn't possible at all. Sometimes our lives depend on us severing ties with our offenders, even after we've forgiven them. In this sense, forgiveness is not an end. It's a beginning. An orientation, if you will. A leaning into a healthy future. Forgiveness is not easy. Not if we're honest about it. Forgiveness is a process, a messy and non-linear process that can leave us liberated one moment and then bleeding out one moment. Of course, there are times when forgiveness happens dramatically and instantly. This is more of a collective time of energy where you both are on the same page in the same moment grieving and mourning what has happened to one another and instantly having a beautiful, magical moment of release. Most of the time, there is only the daily slowness. In her memoir, Traveling Mercies, Anne Lamont writes that withholding forgiveness is like drinking rat poison and then waiting for the rat to die. 
Noah Gallagher writes, forgiveness is a way of to unburden oneself from the constant pressure of rewriting the past. Henry Nouwen writes, forgiveness is the name of love practiced among people who love poorly. And the hard truth is that all people love poorly. And so we need to forgive and be forgiven every day. Forgiveness is the great work of love among the fellowship of the weak that is the human family. If we are consumed with our pain, if we make injury our identity and insist on weaponizing our anger in every interaction, then we are the ones drinking the poison. The poison will kill us long before it does our offender. To choose forgiveness is to disarm ourselves of bitterness. Far too often, we pass our anxieties, our rage, our judgment, and we even pass on our suspicions to one another. And pain that has not been transformed will be transmitted. This has been said many times. To cast our hunger for healing into Jesus himself because he is the way forward. And I wonder if we're often squeamish about forgiveness because we misunderstand the nature of unconditional love. Where we humans typically want revenge and retribution while making judgment and love mutually exclusive, God holds out for restorative justice, not petty culture wars where our small consolation prize is a win. The way of Jesus is a kind of justice and love that we can barely imagine. The kind of justice that has the potential to heal both the oppressed and the oppressor. Forgiveness is a transformed way of seeing, a way of seeing that is forward focused. And friends, God is in our story somewhere. There will be another turn of the page, another chapter, another path. Because God is love. We don't have to forgive out of scarcity. We can forgive out of plenty, out of freeness. We have been and are being set free in this, with this fullness. Free people aren't controlled by the past. Free people laugh more often than others. Free people see beauty where others do not. Free people are not easily offended. Free people are not chained to resentment. Nadia Bowles Weber. A couple weeks ago, I was in the car making a trip to Kentucky with a dear friend. And you know how many times you get into a car and someone hijacks your radio or your music? Some are a little bit more open and flexible with this. <laughs> but my friend took over the music 
and introduced me to a wonderful artist that has slipped through my awareness. Came upon this song, the last verse of the song from John Guerra, the song named Citizens. Beautiful melody, beautiful tone, beautiful music, wonderful voice. The last verse resonated with me deeply, especially in this tone of forgiveness, letting go, holding space for one another, and what helps us move forward. He says this, Is there a way to love always, living in enemy hallways? Don't know my foes from my friends, and I don't know my friends anymore. Power has several prizes. Handcuffs can come in all sizes. Love has a million disguises, but winning is simply not one. May we live as though we are free and help to remind those around us that they are also free. Free to live, free to let go, free to love. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to LuminousAnglican.com. Peace be with you.